everyone. Welcome to the Golden Radio Podcast. I am Jen, Jer Mom, joined as always by Jer Dad. Hi. How's it going, Jer Dad? Good. Welcome back to the great-ish state of Florida. Yeah, it was a long week. It I sure was. You. I missed you too. Uh, so yeah, we're reunited. I guess nobody noticed that you were gone if they weren't paying close attention because you were here for both podcasts, this one and the previous one. Yeah, you didn't do like a podcast where I wasn't there and you Secret. kept going, what, what's going, hi, what, uh, yeah. Murders in Paradise we did r- with remote yeah, participation. Yeah, well, it turns out I can project my voice over great distances using technology. <laughs> Good job. Uh, the cocktail of the week is the Gin Ricky, the official cocktail of the District of Columbia. Uh, is it the Gin Ricky or the Ricky? Gin Ricky. Oh. Gin Ricky is you take half a lime, you squeeze that juice into a glass, and then you just throw the shell of the lime in there too. Two ounces of gin, crushed ice, top it with club soda. That's it. There's no sugar in a proper Gin Ricky. It is tart, it is gin, with a little bit of lime, and club soda. Club soda really helps to yeah. make it less harsh. It's like a refreshing summer, non-sweet thing. One of these days, if I ever get this done, I'll use Sprite instead of club soda and see if it's better. That would not be a Ricky. No, it would be my magical elixir. Gin and Sprite? I'm pretty sure that's been invented already. No, I just thought of it. And there may be a reason. It might taste terrible. I mean, there may be a reason it's not, you know, sweeping the nation. This is the thing that people totally drink. Gin and Sprite. Gin and 7-Up. Everybody just... The big difference between gin... Uh, between Sprite and 7-Up, you know, that's like Coke and Pepsi. It, at Ingo Burghardt, if you'd like to correct him, I just don't have the energy. Wait, correct me? I haven't actually said anything yet. I think you said you invented this and it's not <laughs> yeah, a thing I did, that people are drinking. I just now invented it in my head. <laughs> Nobody told me about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. inventing. Mm. Does it already exist? Perhaps. Maybe some other smart people invented it too. I think you claimed that people weren't drinking it. <laughs> I think you did make that claim. Well, it might be because it's terrible. Do you want me to rewind it a little bit? Like the fact that you're unaware of it. What are you, a lawyer? <laughs> no. Moving on. Yeah. Dog updates. Uh, St. Patrick weighed 62.4, up from 57. Yeah. Good job, St. Patrick. Which is, weirdly enough, it's a challenge getting food in him. We've talked about that. That was our subject of the last podcast. It remains weird. If this were Vink, Vink would have gained 15 pounds already. Well, he's doing a good job. He's eating some dog food. He's eating a lot of burgers. Burger King and Wendy's are getting a lot of my money. Yeah. Uh, But he's doing good. Chief Brody down to 97.2 this morning from 101. So. Our goal with him had been five pounds by the 4th of July, and he is right on track to make that. He's doing a good job. And characteristically, I was supposed to weigh him this morning, but I was puttering, and so you just grabbed him, picked him up the awkward way, and just weighed him. You know what? It worked fine for everybody. Yes, except his legs were all splayed out. Whatever. (laughs) He got weighed, and then I put him down and pet him, and he was fine. He was fine. He seems to have no trauma. Good job, CBGB. Good job, CBGB. Uh, everybody else is staying pretty stable. We don't weigh them quite as often, but they're always about the same when we do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, there's not a lot else going on. Gear Dad was gone, you know, he got back on, he was gone from Tuesday through Monday yep. of last week. And uh, yeah, it's, it was the first time I had been with all six dogs for like an extended time without another human to help me, especially this, this human. batch. 
yeah, this well, human. Any human. I mean, well, I could have had like a pal staying. Other, what other humans are you having over to take care of the dogs? I mean, grumble, zero grumble, humans. Grumble, grumble. So, hashtag social distancing. No one's allowed in our house. <laughs> so uh, one human to six dogs is a tough ratio, it turns out, especially when cool. some of those dogs cannot use the stairs. St. Patrick being one, but also guac needs to be leashed, and so he always comes out when I'm trying to put St. Patrick in the elevator, so it's always the two of them, and it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, and so, you know, it was fine. I mean, they're all great, and they sleep very well when you're not here. Like, Jir Dad is always, like, up with the dogs in the middle of the night. When he's not here, like, they go to bed with me, and they sleep straight through until I wake up in the morning. They totally trick me, especially Vink. Vink will come up to my head stick her little face pretty much in my face and act like there's some kind of urgency. And I'm like, oh, Vank, do you need to go outside? So I like crawl out of bed and then she lays down and sleeps. <laughs> but the thing well, is... As I'm at the door, front door to let her out. <laughs> She's terrible. Like, I am a night owl, right? Like my default schedule, and this absolutely happened when you were gone, it happens every time I am away from you for more than like two nights is that I shift to going to bed between 2 and 3 in the morning. That is absolutely my natural bedtime. No, um, like, I can't do that. Now, when you're here, I mean, we'll go to bed around midnight most nights, mm -hmm. and I can do it. But, yeah, like, left to my own devices, always shifts to, you know, 2, 2.30 going to bed. Uh, and then I happily sleep until 8.30 or 9, right? Like, six and a half, seven hours is good for me. Uh, you are not like that. You fall asleep on the couch at 7.30 some nights, 8 o'clock. Well, now it's light out. You know, it's a little after I tried that, to aim for double digits, but yeah, the, the midnight thing no. is, a, is a compromise on both sides. Double digits is when you will allow yourself to get into the bed. Yeah. You will sleep on the couch for an hour and a half before that. It's comfy. <laughs> and, but then, like, if Vink wakes, like, if Vink wakes me up at 6.30 because she needs to pee, I let her out to pee and then immediately crawl back into bed and go back to sleep for another hour and a half. And you're like, well, I'm up at 6.30. And so then you're up. Like you, and you were doing this last week. Like you were up, I think like in the fives one morning for, mm -hmm. with no dogs yeah. and no humans getting you up at that hour. Yeah, just it wasn't worth going back like, to sleep. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know what that means. It's not worth going back to sleep. It, it's always worth going back to like sleep. Like at that hour, I wouldn't. I think I start, you know, having solving the problems of the world and I don't think I fall back asleep. Yeah, that's like your brain is like ready to go <laughs> at that hour. I am not that person. The good thing for you is that the world is geared towards morning people. Like this is a, it's true. a benefit of like now everything being done virtually that we're not actually held to that like be here and perky at 8.30 or 9 a.m. No. Uh, which sucks for people like me where it's like, I am so damn productive between like 8 p.m. and 1 a.m. Totally. I get so much done. Yep. And to deny me, I mean, I, you know, this is part of why I have this job, right? That I can work whenever I want. And if you like are like, I'm sorry that those are your most productive hours, we don't care about your productivity. Oh, we just geez. care about you being present. Uh, yeah, if you had to go to work suffer. at 8.30, you'd, you'd be just like pissed off. I mean, I literally that. turned down jobs that would have paid double what... The, my university offer was because it would have been a nine to five and it it's like I cannot I was just like I can't even bear the thought of getting up at like 7 30 every morning you know at best 7 30 and then commuting in 
having a cup of coffee, commuting no, in. Like it makes me physically ill to having think about that. Somebody say you got a case of the Monday. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I would have gotten fired. Uh, I'm like, I need a job where I can like, I can do a whole bunch. I am a hyper productive person, but I need to be able to do it when I do it. Oh yeah. You're, you know? you, if, if you had to do meetings and teamwork, it would be real Oh my God, it's like 9 a.m.? I mean, my fir- I may have told the story. My first, when I was a master's student at the University of Chicago, the first quarter, right, the fall of my first year in the master's program, I was teaching a ton. Like, I kind of made this devil's bargain to teach a ridiculous number of classes. And they assigned me the 8.30 a.m. programming class. And at that point, I mean, I was on a much more severe schedule I mean, based on like real world standards, like I would normally go to bed like four, right? Three or four, Yikes. which I, I still can, I still can do that if I'm just left on my own. Um, but I, I mean, regularly was going to bed at like four and then I've got this 8.30 a.m. class oh. and it was like a commute, right? Like morning rush hour commute from the north side of Chicago to the south side. And I mean, for a while I was showing up late because it's like, where am I going to park, right? So I would have to leave my house at like seven in the morning. So I just oh. started staying up. Oh, geez. I'd stay up, leave the house at seven, teach the class until, you know, whatever, 830 to 920 and then come home. I'd be home by, you know, 1030 a.m. and then I'd go to bed. It's like working the night shift. It was miserable. Yeah. It was miserable. But like, what else am I going to do? Like, I, you know, I guess force myself to go to bed when I'm not tired and hope I can sleep and then get up early. Like, it's just not. That's what you do a little bit now. I mean, the midnight thing is before you're often before you're totally ready to go to sleep. Yeah. But, you know, the dogs, like, when you get up, they get up. And so I do always sleep later than you, uh, or at least the same as you. I'm never up in this. Yeah, very I try not to wake you, too. No, you do a good job. But, um, you know, there's enough natural stuff going on that I wake up at seven. So it's, it's fine. But yeah, whenever you're gone, I'm always like, oh, God, I got so much done. Oh, it's 2.30. Great. Like, this is yeah. exactly how I and then <laughs> always the dogs how I don't have me to pick on so they sleep longer too i mean that could be it right then i take them all out before i go to bed so they all go out do their business at two they're like that weak guy is not here anymore <laughs> what are we gonna do we can't wake her up she's just doesn't she turns around well they've also all been out at two right so like how you know they've had been able to digest everything get it all taken care of because like i'm bored ingo will play with me <laughs> ingo will pet me <laughs> they do they know they don't try to wake me up no even it's my no. side of the bed is very popular your side of the bed <laughs> only for emergencies uh so anyway we had a fine week but it is a lot harder to especially because all these dogs have a lot of needs including freaking guac who's like perfectly healthy but man is he a needy dog like he needs so much attention yeah you know plus constant monitoring like everybody else we can just let outside <laughs> yeah he runs away he's like you have to be holding him on the leash the whole time yeah. and so Stupid runner. uh yeah you know it's like okay and lock him in the like downstairs enclosure room for two minutes if i have to like you know tend to something else but it's like, basically, I need to be tending to him the whole time. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but then he's going to, like, eat the fertilizer or something, <laughs> eat the mulch. No, I know. It, I mean, the thing is, like, he just needs to be brought down to do his business and then brought back up, but that becomes quite a process. He, and he really would like to go in the water uh, most of the time. Always. Like, hey, guys, can I also get wet? Because it's, it's interesting. This week, well, this week's almost over. Next week, I vow to begin, like, working very hard with him again on his recall and his, like, drop it. 
he tried to, he took something that I was feeding St. Patrick and, you know, like if Vink had taken it and I grabbed Vink and I'm like, open your mouth. And she lets me open her mouth and it falls out. And he was like, fuck, no, this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> we had quite the little battles. Like you are, I know that you're strong and there is absolutely no way that you are going to win this. Like I am going to get your mouth open. It is a matter of you understanding that, like I set the rules here. Yeah. Um, so did he look kind of surprised at the end of it? He was, he looked a little ashamed, ashamed, but then I think he went right back to looking for the, whatever the nugget was. I like put him in the little space where Hopper eats and closed the door. I was like, you will stay in there until I am done with St. Patrick. Shame is a weak motivator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if we talked last week about the mat working. Mm-hmm. Did, no. So I got, uh, oh, you're still planning, I think. So the mat, the zapper mat came. The zapper mat 2.0. Yeah. The big one. Um, and cause we tried the little one in the kitchen and it, it just doesn't zap very reliably. And so, uh, I'm sorry, I really don't remember if we talked about this. So anyway, I got the sort of s- small sofa sized one, which happens to be exactly the size of the bookcase that he jumps on top of all the time. Um, put the battery in there and I put it on. So there's like three levels of shock and I put it on a level one and I went out and guac clearly jumped up on it. And got back down. It has a little light that alerts like, does. if it's been moved. Um, and he he looked a little sheepish when I came back in. Shame. Uh, but it clearly, I mean, you could tell that he had felt it. Because <laughs> before I'd come in and he'd be up there sometimes and just look at me. Yeah, you'd walk up the stairs, look through the window, and there's a big guac face. <laughs> and, uh, and so then I put it on a level two. And when I left, I was probably going out for a run. He clearly jumped up there. I must have just put it outside because I came back in. And he was also looking real sheepish and the light was on again. <laughs> and then I just left it on a level two and he never got up there again after that. Like yeah. it took two shocks, the end. He, and he hasn't been up there since and you, it hasn't been moved. The light doesn't come on. He goes in the guest room now and jumps up on the bed to look out the window, which is fine. That's fine. You can stand on the bed. Yeah, we just don't want him on top of the bookshelf. So that was a real win. Yeah. That like I had yelled at him. I, you know, I think that we have a crazy, we have a couple of crazy neighbors. We have one across the street and I had, I was outside, like I went out and I was going down the stairs and he jumped up and I yelled at him from inside, like in my angry voice. Yeah. And I think she, she's a very nosy, crazy neighbor. Isn't oh, God. All, all our crazy neighbors are nosy. She's all our neighbors are kind of nosy or yeah. a handful. We've yeah. got a number of very. Not, not atypical, right? That's a classic <laughs> neighbors want to know what everything's going on. I mean, they know everything, Ugh. right? And com- it drives me crazy. Uh, I'm a very private person. I don't want you like noticing every, you know, keeping a log <laughs> when I move. Every sticker on your car gets critiqued for yeah. Pete's sake. Uh, anyway, so I think she, you know, I think came out and was like looking at what the heck was going on. And I was like, all right this i don't need this uh he like the angry voices to get him to listen of course it wasn't working so the zapper achieved what i couldn't um i have also started putting up the baby gate in the kitchen because i think while you were gone so we've been really good about like putting the sponges away putting all the food away so there's nothing on the counter for guac to get and i had like pretty thoroughly cleaned the kitchen you know, we're like clean out the cabinets, like every little crumb, wipe it all down, like a, a deep clean, cleaning of the kitchen. Yeah. And I came home from a run and he had pulled the dirty dish towel off and oh, shredded it up. This is why I was gone. I remember yeah. you talking about this. So he didn't eat it, but <sighs> it was like, oh, there's some flavor on this dish towel. And so it's like, man, 
I can't have everything gone all the That's time. That's going to be team for an object in a, a minute. Yeah. I mean, if he's dumb enough to rip it down, he's dumb enough to start swallowing stuff. So we have a little like white wooden baby gate that some of you may have noticed on the snaps that we got to keep Queso from going down the stairs. She always liked to go out the front porch, but we didn't trust her on the stairs. So she'd lay out there and we'd have that thing up there. So now I've got that and it's good. It's been great actually. Cause like when I feed St. Patrick, he won't eat at normal times. He's still really picky. Uh, I can block everybody out. I mean, everyone's seen the, um, you know, highly rated picture of Guac <laughs> and Swizz with the other three dogs behind that little baby gate, right? Yeah. In, the, in the, like a little, you know, corral. Indeed. <laughs> uh, Vink was also back there. She just didn't show up in that picture. Yeah. Which is very, I wasn't trying to stage that. That picture just kind of, I was like, let's get a picture of Swizz and everyone else ended up in those spots and it it's worked It's a great picture of Swizz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I've been using that to lock everybody out when I'm feeding St. Patrick and then also putting it up when I like leave the house, you know, just close it off. So just in case there's something. I mean, the sponges are a really hard thing to remember. Are there any out there now? Yeah, but he like, could like eat a cardboard box tomorrow. I mean, he's just, yeah. he, it's not food anymore. It's no. just anything. And he really, we can't completely clear, you know, we have like potatoes out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff. He feels like it's just his space to explore. Yeah. And take what he can get. So the good thing is, I mean, he's 100% capable of leaping over that baby gate with no problem. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't. Like, he respects the gate. So that's pretty good. And look, we can always deploy the zapper mat if we need to in the kitchen. Um, but it's, it was very effective. Yeah. Better, two two little zaps and really effective with the... the uh, and again, we've tested it and it doesn't hurt. It's just surprising, startling and... A little unpleasant, but yeah. it doesn't hurt. No, that's right. Yeah, we zapped ourselves both thoroughly a yeah. yeah. number of times before we deployed it for him. Yeah. So that was good. Um, but yeah, so that was basically it. I, I just really noted that it's a lot more work. It is very time-consuming to take care of six dogs by yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, doable, but it's much nicer being able to split those duties of like who takes them out and who feeds them and, and does all the other stuff. It makes it much more manageable. Yeah. And cause they're, they are sort of diverse and they have different paces and different preferences and different strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> they're not it, all one yeah. pack, right? If they were all like Vink and hops, right? Kind of young, healthy, able to take care of themselves, like pretty well behaved. Yeah. It wouldn't be a big deal to take care of all six of them. But anyway, so that's it. That's the dog updates. Um, instead of a conch life this week, I wanted to share the article that roughly 15,000 people have sent me. <laughs> but other 15,000 people might not know it. No, that's right. I don't think anyone knows that 4,999 other people have sent me the article mm-hmm. about the 20-year-old golden retriever uh, who just celebrated her birthday. She's the oldest golden, oldest living golden retriever on record. She's amazing. She's got like 100% white face. Oh, yeah. She looks so sweet. Yeah. Also looks kind of tired. Dear Dad said, I think she looked kind of like Queso, where she was just like <sighs> a little weary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but looks good. I mean, she, you know, it's not like she looks like sh- she's, you know, suffering and like barely hanging on. No. But she looks like an old, tired dog, but yeah. happy. Like grandma dog. Yeah, totally. So uh, that, you know, we told Swizz she's made it to 15 and... Uh, yeah. He told Swiss. Look, Swiss, you got to make it to 20. extra waffle in it for you if you make it to 20. <laughs> what do we tell Swiss? How do we incentivize her for this? You got to make it to 20, Swiss. 70 <laughs> months. 
yeah, so we, so we talked about Swiss Quintanilla. Vink's birthday was on Monday. She turned six. And CBGB's birthday is next Monday. So June is a big birthday month in the Golden Ratio household. I think you said they're all cancers. So, that doesn't mean anything to me. I, I had to look it up. Yeah. I, I know nothing about astrology, but people ask me this stuff all the time. I'm like, I, I literally know my own sign because I looked it up in middle school. I couldn't even list what they all are. Same here. I know my own sign so I can hold my own in it conversation yeah i know a, nothing about what any of them mean i don't know what the what the moon phase means or what in the ascending and descending and all this stuff but even that like do you know what traits you're supposed to have because of your sign no i don't know so someone was like oh something to cancer because i've got this crab necklace that i wear because like for maryland there are crabs in maryland yeah. but everybody always asks me if i'm a cancer i'm like i know no, what, I'm, I don't know what that means, and no. Is that good? Uh, but I, I do know that the signs don't start at the beginning of every month, so I had to go look it up. So no, they're a mess. Swizz is not a cancer, but Vink is and CB is. Oh, okay. And please, somebody else, just do that analysis because I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I've got so much shit to do. I'm not going to like look up their signs and We're tell you if it matches their personality. Astrology reading for each dog. I welcome someone else's astrological analysis of the dogs but i'm not going to do it for you yeah their birthdays are all on the wiki if you want to do one they're all weird but i don't think it's because of their star sign no uh so anyway that's in place the keys have been pretty calm yeah there's occasional drug possession person getting booked into jail and stuff but nothing you gotta nothing nothing bad german word of the week marks yeah, somebody suggested after watching, looking at the picture with all the dogs in the mm -hmm. corral, Zaungäste. What's that mean? Well, it's kind of like onlookers, but it's the people who are over the fence, on the other side of the fence. Oh, speaking so of nosy like, neighbors. Yeah, kind of like that, like the nosy neighbors, but it's also like people who are sort of outside the activity, like oh, people who may like not have a, had a tickets, right? Like so a muggle? Oh, not people who don't doesn't, know about it, who just, just like, can't get if in. If there's an event, there's like participants, then there's people who bought tickets, and then there'd be sound guests who are like peeking over the fence. Like all those people at the Trump in. rally who couldn't get into the stadium. There and were so, no people. Oh. There were none of those. Oh. But there were supposed to be a whole yeah, bunch of Yeah, the fictional people. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's, it sort of implies the people on the sort of outer circle who are kind of peeking over the fence, who, oh, are, yeah. who are at best, you know, watching the whole thing, but... You know, so the negative connotation is they're not helping or participating or mm. or you know contributing really. They're just kind of looking. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Like nosy neighbors is a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I would do that like with baseball games sometimes. Wrigley Field actually that's a thing. So if you haven't been to Wrigley Field, uh, if you go, there are rooftops of buildings yeah. across the street, and you know people like when I was young, people just you know they rent an apartment over there and then they have a party and you could watch i mean you're basically it's like a skybox yeah it is i mean you're that close like there because the stadium ends at the sidewalk it's very urban right so there's like the edge of wrigley field there's a sidewalk like a normal sidewalk and then like a regular two-lane residential street yeah. and then buildings across it and then they have their balconies so it is like and wrigley's a small ballpark so it basically would be like being in the outfield in a regular stadium but oh, you're yeah. in somebody's house uh, now I think they're all kind of... And you don't have to buy owned. a ticket. That's right. Um, and then those buildings all put up bleachers on their rooftops. And then I think there was a big lawsuit between Wrigley Field and those buildings. 
with the bleachers. the bleachers. Yeah, that they're saying, well, you're stealing our product or oh, something. For Pete's sake. And they were, then they were threatening to put up like billboards in the outfield of Wrigley Field mm. to block the view from. There was a whole thing. I didn't follow it all that closely. I just I have seen those bleachers and they scare the heck out of me because they look like death traps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you step off the bleachers wrong, it seems like you're going to fall right off the roof. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more secure than that, and I don't mm. think anybody lives in those now. I think they're all. Um, owned by companies and they treat them sort of like skyboxes. Like you will, you know, you can rent them out for your function and, hmm. you know, they cater them and there's beer and stuff. And so it is, and then the inside, I, I haven't actually been to one, but the inside is, is sort of like a kind of party space. I wonder if they're paying tribute to the, to the Cubs too, to like placate them and not have. I think there are fees now. Yeah. Signs put up, you know, you'd really ruin the investment if, if the signs got put up. That was, I, I think, a big part of the argument, right? Like, we bought this yeah. because we could see this, and, and who knows? I didn't follow the whole legal battle. But anyway. Songesta would be the people yeah. outside. Yeah, and, and in that photograph, right, it's really a photo of Swizz and Glock, and then there's the Songesta just kind of watching what's <laughs> going on over their little white picket fence there. Yeah, I like it. It's a good good word. Yeah, it's a good word. Thank you, listener. I forgot again. Yeah. Of course, uh, CB needs some love. Hi, CB. He was, if you guys heard the noise while we were just talking there, that's him. He's getting more vocal. Grumbly. He makes a lot of like mole sounds. <laughs> he <does. laughs> he's lazy, right? He's like lazy. He's like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Pay attention yeah, to me. Yeah. He also yeah. walks up to the bed and goes, <laughs> like, it's an urgent. I come on the bed, but I don't want to jump. He yeah. can jump. He has, he has been caught he jumping. He jumped up last night for me. Yeah. I was like, just get up here. And then gaboing, he does. Yeah. yeah. But he, so. first he'll try the boost me. Yeah, which I do. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for this week. Um, yeah. Until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Just don't bite anyone unless they ask you to, yeah. Bye. Bye.